You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Always a pleasure to be joined by a Hall of Famer. Mike, before we talk about the big game, we got to start with your old team. $100 million for John Gruden? What was your reaction to that huge development? I was surprised we were able to get such a good deal, you know? <laughs> what are you going to give him, the keys to Las Vegas, too? Well, you know, I actually think that, you know, John is one of the smarter guys out there. And, um, you know, this time away, I think he will have benefited from the time off from coaching. You know, he gets a chance to, as a broadcaster, go around to all the different facilities, talk to all the coaches, GMs, scouts on all the different teams. Instead of just coming into the league through the Raiders um, and just learning whatever they, he can learn there. You know, he gets a chance now to talk to, like, say, Bill Belichick. It's like, Bill, why did you bring then that guy in? You know, well, and, the, and it, you have to assume everybody's going to be honest. So I think that the information that he has and that, will have, that he will have learned while he was off is going to benefit him, which means it benefits the Raiders. So it's a lot of money. I agree oh, with that. Time. But um, I also think that sometimes you just got to take a chance. You, you, you throw that number out there, you get it, and then you make it work. And I think the you know the Raiders will do their best to make that worth the um, make it a good investment that they got them cheap. I hope that's the way it works out. Cheap, huh? huh. I hope that's the cheap. way it works out. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put it to you. I'll, I'll ask this question: The game has evolved over time, and John Gruden has been in television, and we've seen him with his John Gruden quarterback camp and all there that you go. fun stuff, and and being in, involved and, and engaged with the game. But the game has changed. Even though he's covering and he's learning as he's covering it, how the game has changed. Has the game passed him by as a head coach based on the tempo of offenses? Because he's an offensive-minded guy. And the defenses and the speed and the size of these players. I don't think so. You know, one, he's, he's going to be hiring the coaches and coaching the coaches. And so even though he's been or not been around that and had to deal with that, the guys he's going to bring in, they will have been doing that. Now, if he hires a bunch of coaches that haven't coached in a long time, right. then it's not going to be it's not going to bode well for for the Raiders. But I don't think that's what's going to happen. Uh, and I, I'm excited. So when I was there for their press conference, I can't tell you how much energy, positive it was like energy, a coronation, was. Right? Yeah, it was unbelievable. And uh, and I had a great feeling. I thought, wow, you know, Mark Davis. You could tell he really likes John Gruden. Right. Uh, he and uh, Reggie McKenzie, they both go back to Green Bay. They have a bond. And it seemed really special. So uh, I'm hoping that they'll keep that energy going. And uh, we'll, we'll have to really wait and see. I'm, you know, I'll, be, I'll be watching on pins and needles every move that they make uh, leading up to the draft. Going to be must-see TV chatting with a great friend of the program, the Hall of Famer Mike Haynes, who joined us on behalf of the Know Your Stats campaign. We'll get to that important information in a minute. Last one on the silver and black. They make the playoffs a year ago, but everything changed when Derek Carr went down with a broken bone in his leg. This year, they take a major step back. Gruden is the X factor. We don't know how that transition is going to go. But when you look at the talent on that team, especially if they can figure it out on defense, how far away do you think the Raiders are from potentially playing in the Super Bowl? Now, I wish I could tell you that because to be honest with you, I thought that this year they were going to play an AFC championship against the Patriots. That's what I predicted. But I was way off. I was really way All off. All of us were. So um, I, I feel like there's a lot that I don't get to see. When you're watching games on TV, it's, it's a little different. You really need to go to the training camps and really see what the, you know, the, the personality of these guys is. And um, maybe I would have had done that. Maybe I would have felt a little bit better um, about my selection. Um, but I think this year, you know, um, in talking to uh, Reggie McKenzie, that Gruden 
and uh, Carr get along. They like each other. Uh, and so uh, Derek wants to be uh, a great student. And, you know, I think that everybody, one of the good things is all the coaches around the league can point to Tom Brady and say, here's a guy that comes to work every single day, even in the offseason. You know, there is no time off for him. You know, he gets maybe seven days off, you know, in the offseason. And if you really do that and you work really hard to be smart, understand every situation, because football is a situation game, then you're going to have a good and long career. And I think Carr is one of those guys that's willing to put in the time to work with John Gruden to try to increase his understanding of the game. We had Lincoln Kennedy on. Uh, we also That's heard, the best guy to talk to. Oh, and we asked him, speaking of, of the relationship, we said, is, is this thing going to be able to coexist between John Gruden and Derek Carr? He said, no. He said, because Derek Carr is not that as intense as a John Gruden is. And John Gruden, he demands so much to the point where, as Rich Gannon mentioned, he can get under your skin. As Keyshawn Johnson mentioned, he can get under your skin. Warren Sapp, <laughs> he can get under your skin. So it, it's almost like, and you know that's a very delicate position is. Yeah. when it comes down to what you're demanding of that certain player. How do you, what, what you know, of course, the relationship, but when it comes to playing between the lines, not in office, not, not through the media, right. but when you think about what happens between the lines and what we know of the guy that's called Chucky, because, uh, you know, that's an alter ego of his. Yeah. <laughs> do you think that actually can work for Derek Carr based on how his energy and temperament is? Well, that's the, for me, that's the X factor. That's what I don't know. And I'm glad you said Lincoln, because Lincoln has been around there. He's closer to the Raiders than I have ever been close. Right. And, uh, and so if he's feeling that, then I have to lean towards his, his answer. So it'll be interesting to see. So if, if Derek can't deal with it, mm. that will be very interesting. So that's a breaking story. That, yeah, that'd be a breaking story. Well, if you had been spot on, and we both thought Oakland was going to have a tremendous year of the Raiders and the Patriots in the AFC title game, that would have been the Mike Haynes Bowl based on <laughs> yeah, your exactly. alumni status. And young listeners probably don't even know the backstory of how you wound up moving from New England to the Raiders. That's not important. Interesting stuff. I'm sure Very interesting. fascinating to live. And I should far, write a book. <laughs> far too many depositions for your liking. How much admiration do you have for what the Kraft family has been able to do to transform this organization? Unbelievable. I mean, it really goes way back to before they became this winning great organization, how he would bring in guys like me who played there, who had great careers there, guys like Sam Cunningham, and invite us all back and, and, and um, you know, tell us that we're part of the family and we, we're always going to be welcome there. Uh, and I'd love to see us around and do different things with the Patriots. And that was really a, a huge, huge thing that I needed, actually, uh, in my life. So um, I, um, I had a you know, horrible experience, um, that like a lot of guys did in my era, uh, with the team that I was on. And I left not feeling really great about you know, the Patriots. Uh, and when I joined, joined the Raiders, I didn't think that I would ever be invited back. Um, but I, it was the, the players, and I, I loved all the players. We all had great experiences there. And I was, when I was invited back, of course I went back. And uh, he, he changed everything for me and made me feel proud. I was glad that, that I was later uh, able to think about my experience as a Patriot in a positive way. And so um, I, think, I think the world of Robert Kraft, and I think that he is the right guy to keep the ship going, keep it afloat, uh, always going to be able to have uh, coaches and players that understand what it means to be a Patriot. Beyond your insights, let's wrap it up with what's truly important. Tell us about the Know Your Stats campaign and what every especially male listener to this program needs to know. Well, the, probably the, the biggest thing, the, what, really the reason I come here to the Super Bowl every year is to talk to men about the importance of knowing 
their stats. And so uh, I'm a prostate cancer survivor. I found out by total accident. So you don't want to be like Mike. You don't want to be, you know, find out that way. You want to do your homework and be proactive. If prostate cancer runs in your family, there's a higher chance that you're going to get it. If you're African-American, there's a higher chance that you're going to get it. But all men, there's a one in nine chance will be one in nine uh, men will be diagnosed with this disease in their lifetime. That's a lot of men. But prostate cancer doesn't have to take your life. It's one of those diseases that um, caught early. It's treatable. It's a 99.99 chance you're going to be fine. And um, it's, it's simple. Don't wait until you have symptoms. Know your family history so you can start making the right decisions. If it runs in your family, 40, around 40, in your mid-40s, you need to start having a conversation with your doctor. If it doesn't, you can wait till your, your mid-50s. But definitely need to catch it in the early stages when it's treatable. Mike, always a pleasure. Enjoy the thanks rest you of your week in Minnesota. Thanks for joining us again on the NFL on TuneIn. Uh, thanks for having me. And uh, hopefully, you know, if folks have questions, you know, they can go to knowyourstats.org and find out more information, frequently asked questions. And, um, you know, hopefully it'll keep them uh, doing positive things. If they're going to find out they have it, they're going to find out it at the right time. Thank you, Mike. Okay, guys. Thank you. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on TuneIn. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on. Tune in.